Radio. The Journey with Dave and Dodsey, an initiative of the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong and Pulse 94.1. It's now time for The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. G'day listeners, welcome to The Journey. I'm Dodsey. I'm Dave. And it's great to be here again in my favourite little red chair with the old mic and just facing you once again, Dave. Yeah, it's great to be with you today, Dodsey. How are you doing? Mate, I'm great, but I'll be even better when you tell me who's coming up on the show. All right, here we go. Gospel Reflections with Father Ken. Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy. Also, Wisdom from the Abbey, the lovely Sister Hilda. And I sit down and have a little bit of a talk to Trish McCarthy and find out about her journey towards the journey. I've met Trish a couple of times. What a lovely lady. You must have had a lot of fun. Mate, she's great. She's just as good off the field as she is on the field, mate. <laughs> also, Trisha's regular contribution to the show, Milk and Honey. And we listen to that a wonderful married couple, the Parolas, with their smart loving segment. And Pete Gilmore, he's a good fella, living the gospel. Good stuff, mate. Hey, Dodsey, whilst I think of it, some feedback I got through the week, and it was from my next-door neighbour. She came up, knocked on the door, and said how much she loves the journey. And they've got a large family as well, and the kids love the program as well. Yeah, look, over the past week, we've seen that political situation in Egypt escalate dramatically and uh, hundreds of people killed in violent clashes in just a few days, Dave. Um, We've had world leaders, including Pope Francis, condemning the violence and they're joining for the call of peace in the nation. Now, he's, he's called upon us to please continue to pray for peace in Egypt. And don't forget also to keep the situation in Syria in our prayers. Yeah, so right, Dodsey, when we pray, it's so powerful. And when we pray together, it's even more powerful. Which is why I guess Jesus said in Matthew 18.20, For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. You're with Dodsey and Dave on The Journey. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. This week's Gospel is from the Gospel of St Luke, chapter 13. There are those now last who will be first, and those now first who will be last. Today's Gospel about standing in line, one of the three things we are certain about in life. Death, taxes and waiting in line. Don't you hate it when you're standing in line and someone who knows somebody on the door or who knows somebody at the start of the queue goes ahead of you. Today is not about those being excluded or not included, but about our expectations of all those who will be included is my expectation that those who will be first are those who say and do the right things. Or what about those who are broken, those who can't get there, those who seemingly are lost in this world? It is those for whom Jesus turned and had the most compassion and love and tenderness for. The fundamental dignity and potential of all people are recognised by Jesus. The fundamental dignity of refugees, of those rejected by our society and indeed by our country, are the ones that Jesus would have the most compassion for. Who is it in my life that I think that they'll be last, that they're behind me, that I'm better than they are? Let's pray that we will have the eyes of Christ as we look to our brothers and sisters and together progress toward the kingdom of the Father. This is Father Ken Cave from the parish of St. Michael at Thoreau. And now, inspiring you to dream, here's Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy. 
Do you ever find yourself driving along the road and suddenly you arrive at your destination and it seems that you don't recall turning right or going over the bridge or through the intersection? Now I'm not talking about memory here, but that is definitely a factor at times for all of us. Today as I drove, I was taking a hands-free call from a colleague, planning my morning meeting, remembering my wife's birthday next week and actually being very focused on some things to prepare for the day. I was very focused on my day and then suddenly I arrived at my destination. Life's pretty busy, isn't it? And perhaps your car is your office sometimes too. When I was young, I'd get in my car and drive places just for fun, for entertainment, to fill in my time. I guess life wasn't as busy as it is right now. Have you noticed that sometimes the hardest thing to do is just be present wherever you are, to be fully aware and conscious of what and who is around you? We might think we're multitasking, but in reality, we are doing many things with less accuracy or thoughtfulness. We're called to be present in the world, in our relationships, with Christ, with ourselves, with others, and with the incredible world that we live in. Next time you walk outside, look up and see the blue or cloudy sky. Literally, smell the roses. When you kiss your wife goodbye, be there in that moment, not thinking ahead to what you need to do next. The more we focus on being present in our lives, the more we will be aware of God's amazing presence in our lives because He's in every blue sky, every morning kiss, and every step we take. Don't miss it. Why don't you join me at thecatholicguy.com where you'll be inspired to dream. And that was The Catholic Guy. You're on the journey with Dodsey and Dave. Still coming up shortly on the show, we've got Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. Also a great interview with Trish McCarthy. That was one you did, Dodsey, so we're looking forward to that one. Hey, I want to let the listeners know about the Dads and Lads Camping Weekend. It's Friday the 6th of September, right up until Sunday the 8th of September. It's a weekend for men of all ages, not just fathers and sons. You can find out more, Wollongong at ymt.com.au, 433 You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. Please God, in all our lives there's some sort of special relationship. With that special relationship often goes the word my, my Bill, my Fiona, my son, my daughter. It implies a unique relationship. It implies something that belongs just to the two of you. I remember very clearly when my niece was three, I'm really Madeline, so she calls me Auntie Mads. Remember the first time I heard her say, my Auntie Mads, made me feel ten feet tall, and a conversation took off inside of me, my Auntie Mads is non-negotiable. I'll always step out of the crowd. Nothing can ever change the fact that you can always say, my Auntie Mads. In Psalm 62, you and I read, My God, you are my God, for you I long. My God. A conversation takes off in God too. This makes him feel ten feet tall. This is the God who likes fish and chips in newspaper the way you do, that cleans bathrooms the way you do. My God. Let you in on a secret. You can only say, my God, because right at this very, very moment, God is whispering your name and saying, my Bill, my Fiona, my son, my daughter. Welcome back. It's The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. Remember, we've got that great interview coming up with Trish McCarthy. But first up, Sister Hilda, wisdom from the Abbey. Your thoughts, my Dodsey? Oh, thank you, my Dave. And you know what? You made me feel about 10 foot tall when you just said my Dodsey. 
Because as Sister Hilda said, God just feels so great about us and we about him when we refer to him as our God. And I think sometimes in this busy life, we forget to refer to him as my God. But he is right there. Uh, All we have to do is look towards him, don't we, Dave? Yeah, Dodsey, and that's a great thing about having these regular segments on the journey. You get something out of every segment every single week. I'd now like to talk about the interview. It's coming up shortly with Trish McCarthy, your interview with Trish. Tell us about some of the special moments that listeners can look forward to in the interview. Yeah, well, look, I don't want to give too much away, but Trish, you know, as I said in the introduction to the whole show today, she's the same on the field as she is off the field, and this woman has a passion for Jesus. And that comes out in the fact that all she wants, you know, is to really know about everyone's story. And that's how Trish gets to know someone, by listening to their story, by remembering their story. And you know that she really cares because the next time you see Trish, she can actually tell you things about yourself that you might have even forgotten. It's The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. Here's the interview with Trish McCarthy. And it's g'day to Trish McCarthy. How are you going, Trish? Yeah, I'm well, thanks, Grant. Very good to be here. Now, Trish... Give us a little bit of the Trish McCarthy story. Yeah, well, Grant, I grew up in the northern suburbs of Wollongong, up in Helensburg up there. I had a family, big family of five kids, and uh, we're always on plenty of adventures mm. and, and loving life and having fun. And uh, after school, I went to uni, studied at uni level for a while, and uh, then did mission for about seven years, right around the country, all sorts of different places. And um, yeah, then decided to, uh, to travel, travel around Australia, which was great, exploring my own big backyard. And then uh, here I am now, working uh, working for the Diocese of Wollongong Indeed. and uh, loving every minute. What sort of things inspire you, Trish, to keep you going? You know, it's usually mostly the simple things in life, mm. Grant. It's um, just living the moment, connecting with people and uh, listening to their stories. Everyone's got a story and mm. uh, I just really love hearing people's stories and, and seeing where they've been and what they've done and, mm. and that, that inspires me. Who are your role models? I mean, who, who do you look up to in your life and who have you looked up to in the past? Yeah, certainly from the outset, it's been first and foremost my family. Mm. Uh, yeah, they've just been so inspiring in my life, mm. um, in the little things, but also the big things. They've achieved so much and uh, love me into the person that I am today. Um, but then along the journey, I've also met some significant people as well. Mm. Um, and as I said, tapping into people's stories, each one brings something and, and leaves a mark on my own life and my journey. Um, and so it's people that really live life to the full and, mm. uh, and true to who they are and uh, really live with a passion. What will your segment be called, Trish? Milk and honey. And uh, I chose that because when the, uh, when the Bible talks about, when the scriptures talk about milk and honey, it's quite often referring to the richest portion of a particular substance, mm. that milk and honey, cream and syrup and, and all that sort of stuff. Those things that God would often lead, well, he led his people to the land of milk and honey. Mm. And uh, in the process, they were refined. They went through a, a refining process. Mm. So they become who they are meant to be. And I think for me... Just sharing those little bits of wisdom that I've learned along my journey will help people to come to a greater understanding of who they are. Mm, That's awesome. Yeah. Why is it so important to live life to the full? Put very simply, it's uh, it's who we're created to be. You know, Jesus said that I have come that you may have life Mm. and have it to the full. Uh, And when we're true to who we are and uh, moving in the direction that God wants us to, we can't help but live life to the full. So how did you first become involved in this project? Well, I think the very essence of what I talk about and what, I, what I'm on about is uh, embracing our God-given passion mm. and being open to opportunities. So I guess through various people and experiences, uh, this opportunity opened up and uh, here I am to share my passion, knowing that I am where I am meant to be. Mm. God works in mysterious ways, doesn't he, Trish? He does. <laughs> 
So here's the burning question. What can listeners expect from Trish McCarthy each week? There's going to be lots of little things of uh, things that are thought-provoking and challenging and empowering, but it, I think most of all is that they're going to be life-giving. Uh, things to think about and things to put into action in our own life so mm. that we, uh, we really do reach our full potential. Thanks for your time. <laughs> My pleasure. It's The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. Just in a great interview with Trish McCarthy. Dodsey, that was awesome. Thanks, mate. Look, it was, a, it was a real pleasure, actually, to sit down with Trish. I just want to mention to you, Dodsey, a couple of the important points to me that really stood out. Trish said a couple of things. Loves that every person has their own story to tell and also that she gets the most out of every moment of every day. That can be really difficult. It sure can, mate. Uh, in, this, in this hustle and bustle in the world, you know, to get the most of every day, you need that energy and she speaks about that energy. The part about their own story to tell, we see people on the surface and we judge them as being that way, mm. but then to really get to know them, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's something different completely. And we've still got Trisha's regular segment coming up, Milk and Honey, so that's one to look forward to. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Have you ever wondered what you're made of? Well, put very simply, we are a masterpiece of chemical elements, minerals and vitamins. There is more to it than this. But for the purpose of today, I want to highlight and maybe even challenge how we fuel our bodies. If a car engine was made for fuel, you wouldn't put dishwashing liquid in it and expect it to run smoothly. However, this is a demand we often place on our bodies and we wonder why it breaks down. We've been created in magnificent balance of simple elements, most of which are in harmony with the very makeup of our entire universe. Considering our bodies are comprised in the vicinity of between 60 and 70% water, I invite you to write down all the things you have eaten in the last 24 hours. Be honest, no one will see. Now circle all the things that are water-based foods, for example fruits, vegetables, soup, water, but don't include things like coffee or alcohol or soft drinks due to their negative effect on the water balance in your body. Of the foods you circled, at a glance, what percentage of your daily diet is water-based? 50%? 80%? 10%? Most of us walk around in a state of dehydration and yet our bodies require water to function at the most basic level. A remarkable thing about our bodies is that they are very forgiving. But why not give it some love today? Ease the pressure and include two extra water-rich meals today. Every great journey starts with one small step. This is Trish for your weekly dose of milk and honey. And now with their tips for vibrant marriages and family life, here's Byron and Francine Parola with Smart Loving. Hi, we're Francine and Byron Parola from Smart Loving and today we're talking about the wedding vows to have and to hold. How often have we heard those classic words from the silver screen or at a church wedding, but have you ever stopped to reflect on what they really mean? After 25 years of marriage, when we look back at our own wedding day, I'm not sure we fully understood the power of those few simple words. At its most basic, to have and to hold refers to the physical embrace of husband and wife. To have is to receive without reservation the total self-gift of the other. It's not a statement of ownership, but rather a promise of unconditional acceptance. To hold is a pledge of physical affection and tenderness. It's a vow to be available to the other in body and soul, a promise to cherish, to value and protect the other as we would a prized treasure. 
So to happen to hold are truly beautiful words. They are loaded with meaning and significance. But it's not just nice poetry. It's also wise advice. Too often when marriages come under stress, we put conditions on each other's acceptability and we put limits on our presence, including our physical availability to each other. And yet, when one or the other of us is feeling fragile, wounded, stressed or isolated, there's nothing that can soften the heart and kindle the soul more effectively than to gently hold each other in body and soul. So next time you're feeling distant from each other, remember your wedding promises and give each other a gentle hug. To have and to hold five simple words, eloquent poetry with a profound message. We're Byron and Francine Parola. For more tips to strengthen your marriage, visit smartloving.org. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. You're on The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. Mate, an amazing story, Dave, uh, this week, just out of the mouths of babes. One of the kids I deal with, yesterday he came up to me and he said, you know what, Mr Dodds, homeless guy that lives in a bus shelter down where I live, and I'm so used to crossing the road when I see him because I'm scared of him, you know? And the other day I just heard of this wonderful story where someone had lost their wallet down in the bus shelter and this guy, this homeless man, actually took the time to find out whose wallet it was until he would not rest until the wallet was returned to the owner. Listen in it for us all, Dodsey. You know when you get challenged with your preconceived ideas and you sort of start slipping into that judgment sort of thing? I do indeed, Dodsey. And I have to tell you, what's coming up for me now as you said that is that's where the gospel comes in. That's where the teachings of Jesus mm. Christ come in in your life. I actually play a game with myself now where I will prejudge people because mm. I know it naturally happens. Mm. And then when I go and talk to these people, be it through the work that I do, yeah. I find they're completely different. And there's a lesson to be learned in that. Mate, I could not agree more. Many years ago, I started volunteering feeding the homeless in, in Sydney. And the first time I turned up, I actually wouldn't get out of the car to go and serve them because I actually thought, you know, I'm going to get attacked here. You know, oh, they're going to yell at me. They're going to swear. You know, all of that got totally blown out the window and I got out of that car with the food and the coffee and they lined up. And you know what? To a man and a woman, they would not come for seconds until everyone else had been served, Dave. Yeah, great story. And I think it's something we can learn from that in that moment. Realise, you know what, I prejudged that person and they were nothing like I thought they would be. Mm. And then we could take that further in our life later down the track when we see someone else we wish to judge. We remember that moment and go, hang on, I'm going to talk to that person, get to know them first mm. before I judge them. Another reminder, Dodsy, the Smart Loving Marriage Seminar, Xavier Centre, Wollongong. It's on the 7th and 8th of September. You can go to www.smartloving.org or 9319 9319-6280 to find out more. The Rural Meeting is talking about same-sex marriage. Hot topic, it's for 18 to 35-year-olds. It's Friday the 30th of August at 7.30. Why don't you contact Pete Gilmore, 0411-724-483. It's The Journey with Dodsy and Dave. Coming up shortly, Pete Gilmore with Living the Gospel. Now let's live the gospel with Pete Gilmore. Okay, have you ever had to buy one or two things at the supermarket? The other day, I wanted to quickly grab a Coke and a packet of chips during my lunch break, and for some reason, every person in the world had decided that this was the best time to shop. So I picked what I thought was the quickest queue, only to discover it wasn't. Another queue was moving suspiciously faster, so I jumped onto that one. Moments later, I noticed the people in the other queue, well they had less items and now they were moving faster, so I went to join that queue, losing my current place, but then before I could join it, the shop attendant put a register closed sign. To the end of the other queue, I guess. 
I was so frustrated and annoyed and I just wanted my coke and chips right then and there. Patience is a really funny thing. We don't realize how little we have of it until it's tested. The Bible seems to always connect patience with a slow pace. Perhaps we could take a few moments today to do something we normally rush with a patient, calm attitude. Leave five minutes earlier. Drive a little slower. Keep calm and enjoy today. God bless. It's the journey with Dodzy and Dave. Well, it's almost time to wrap up the show. Had a great show today, Dodzy. I've enjoyed it. You know what? I might just come along again next week. I'll tell you what, I'll be here by your side. On the journey. Well, next week, once again, we've got our regular segments, including Gospel Reflections. We're going to take a trip back down to the Abbey and hear from Sister Hilda. Also, Dodsey, a great interview with Pete Gilmore. Yeah, Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy, will be with us again. Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. We hear from the Parolas, as always. And Pete Gilmore with his regular segment, Living the Gospel. That's all on the journey with Dodsey and Dave. And keep in mind, listeners, our regular time, Sundays, 11 a.m. up until midday, and also repeated Wednesdays, 10 till 11 p.m. That's The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. So until next time, have yourselves a great week. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop. You have been listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey on cradio.org.au. You can listen into The Journey in Wollongong by tuning in to Pulse 94.1 on Sundays from 11am to 12pm or Wednesdays from 10 to 11pm. And you can tune in from anywhere else in the world through the Pulse 94.1 website or streaming on Cradio on Sundays from 8 to 9pm. To find all the episodes of The Journey and for more shows, talks and interviews, visit cradio.org.au.